What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Alex Costella, who's a co-founder of Quicker Care. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of Quicker Care, what is it? What are you working on? Yeah, so we so we build a company that um, kind of uh, crawls the internet, um, finds you know, uh, people uh, that are having uh, kind of like emergent um, interactions online, and we help them decide um, whether or not they should, you know, either go to the ER, urgent care, or log in for a telehealth visit. And we just, we work with hostile partners to be able to make that um, attainable. So kind of walk me through the user experience a little bit here. Would I, would I go to your website when something has gone wrong? Like I, I fell or maybe had like a medical incident or, or what, when would someone kind of engage with you? And can you just walk me through the user experience a little bit? Yeah, sure. So it actually wouldn't probably start in that, in that order, actually. Um, most likely uh, when, when somebody's sick, if they get injured, um, you know, uh, quite a few things do happen. Um, generally, people try to self-medicate, which is, uh, priority number one, 70% of the time that that's what people tend to do. So going online using either search engines or other platforms to self-medicate themselves. And what our platform does is we look for those interactions um, uh, in, even inside of the browser or on those other apps when people are kind of going through the same symptoms over and over again. And then, and then we attract them to come to our platform, but we actually instantly locate where they are, what they've already kind of been looking for. And then we take it to the next step and, and if we need more information, we'll get it from the patient and then our platform will either make a recommendation as to, you know, it looks like you can go to an urgent care as opposed to an ER or we allow them to kind of ma- like manually override that and just find a place and then they can actually pre-register. So you don't have to wait at the facility. They do all the waiting at home and when they arrive there, it's like almost like concierge that they're seen, you know, virtually uh, right away or within 15 minutes. And I'd love to hear a little bit about the origin story here. Why did you decide to start this company? Sure. Um, you know, to be, to be quite frank, I mean, we don't, we don't have like this huge direct experience. I mean, obviously we, we all know somebody that, that's been in the ER before. Um, we've all, many people have had bad experiences. I've been in healthcare tech for probably about 15 year, years now. Um, at one point I helped, uh, I, I was helping a company build uh, where we find a doctor and book an appointment. Um, you know, much different strategy. Uh, so when I met Ragu and we were talking about the 141 million visits that happen in the ER of a year and how can we make that a better experience and then B, help kind of filter through the patients that could have gone to the urgent care and get them into an urgent care, um, we, we decided to, you know, say, let's give it a shot. And then if it fails, then we just 
go do something else. Uh, and as you, I'm curious, as you work on this, um, one question I'd love to ask is, you know, when you're building product, there are things you have to balance. There's like vision, which we'll talk about in, in a bit, is like direction that you're going in. Right. And there's needs of your customers today and feature requests and things that, that, that they want. Um, how do you kind of balance um, maintaining your focus uh, as, as you build out, uh, build out the company um, and making sure you're working, you're balancing, you know, where you want to build it, but also make sure you're keeping customers needs kind of in mind. Yeah. So we, you know, we've, we've been able to say to ourselves and I've done this in, my, in some of my, my previous companies, you know, you, you know, you don't have to just build one thing at a time, but you also can't boil the ocean. So um, we start by solving a problem. If, if, if when we decide on, you know, every week we decide on neither new things to build or, or if we're, what we're building is a very big project, then we continue to build it. Um, but when we're deciding on either new stuff to build or addition, additional features, things like that, um, we, we actually analyze to see, does this impact our business currently? Um, is it a separate product? And maybe that's just too far down the road. And so we really have to analyze that. We do that in such real time and we'll, you know, we'll be up at one o'clock in the morning deciding, man, we need to just kind of, you know, keep the focus on what we're doing now and, and the features and things we, we, we build right now have to, you know, correlate because we, we can't boil the ocean. And so that's, that's how we decide those, those types of things. And then one more question, kind of around the same lines. And, and it's how, you know, you, you said when you got into this, like, it's not like you were doing this for, for, for decades and decades, like, you know, so yeah. you must be learning a lot as you build it out, whether it's about the market or the industry or product building, et cetera. What have been like one or two things that you just kind of learned, uh, you know, or, or currently learning as, as you work on this um, that, that uh, have been interesting to you? Yeah. I mean, you know, we, I, we learn things every day. I, I, I'm almost um, uh, not interested in, in becoming an expert in anything. I don't think there, I think the future is beholding that there, there's an, a lack of expertise because things evolve so quickly, right? But your expertise is that you could evolve with it, right? And so that's kind of where our expertise is. is like, we've, we know how to build tech, we, but the tech industry has become so where technology is becoming much, much I don't want to say easier, but much more rapidly built. So you can build technology much faster. So that, that's a good thing. And so we, we, we've learned to really adapt from that. Um, Ragu and myself, specifically, Rag, like if you look at Ragu's background, you know, he's, he's built platforms that support, you know, 80 to 100 million users at any given time. And, you know, they, it deals with like financial information or things like that. And so that's great. And when you built that in the 90s, you, you had to build that, you know, the database a, a certain way, the tech a certain way. Today, we could, we could iterate in weeks timeframes. So, so to kind of have the waterfall approach to now the agile, and then, you know, currently the way we work is a lean, lean methodologies. That's really where we learn our, our expertise is just to continue to build tech the right way. And, and really just not mess up because we, we do have a significant amount of users who use us every month. So, you know, we, we really can't go down. We, we can't have too many problems. And, and so we just got to make sure we do it right. And if you were to kind of look, look out five years, 10 years, 15 years into the future, where do you see your company looking like then? Or I guess in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you growing in every day? Yeah, so we're a behavior company. And so, you know, five, 10 years down the line, we want to actually be noticed and, and recognized as more of a patient behavior company, not, not just like, hey, we, we do this, this one thing. Yes, we built it so that there's a result at the end um, that's beneficial for both the patient and the health system. And that is absolutely what we want to do. Uh, but the behavior up front 
it, it's, it's very hard to change patient behavior in, in any industry. It's hard to change behavior. Um, I think in healthcare, a lot of times the, the backlash is much quicker. You know, everybody's an expert in their own healthcare or as we think we are. And so very much less reluctant or, or, or very resistant to changing the way we access care or the way we get delivered, where we try new things or get recommendations, even from your own medical professor who you're supposed to trust because they literally went to school for this and you're going to them for something, but you may not, you know, do the therapy that they've recommended for you because for some reason you're, you're still your own expert. So for us, we want to be able to stay on that front, the digital front, get people out of the silo. You have to remember we're a digital company and we, we work, we, the consumer side of us is when patients are at home on their phones, whatever the case is. And so there's nobody else influencing that at the time. So you don't want them to get in that silo of symptom checking. I've got every disease. Let me just get to the ER. We want to be able to get to that point where our, our behavior tracking and changing happens when they're, when they don't even notice it. And that's, that's our goal. So we, five years down the road, we'll, we'll be known to be able to do that. We already kind of are. And, you know, to, to make that happen, um, to help you make that happen and make it happen a little faster, uh, you know, I'd love to hear, like, what can the forward thinking founders community or listeners, what can we do for you? Are you, are you hiring? Are you looking for capital? Are you looking for customers or, you know, any help? How, how can the listeners assist? Yeah, you know, our biggest thing is that we're hiring. I mean, we, we're looking for, you know, um, job, job types in all, all categories. So sales, marketing, um, development. Um, so on and so forth. Um, and then customers always, I mean, we're, we're since, since the summer, obviously COVID um, given the way our platform is developed and where we sit inside of healthcare on the immediate care side, we, we've, we've been directly affected um, in, in many ways, um, not really negatively. It's actually like this huge influx. And so we've, we've had to um, take minor pivots to make sure that patients are going the right way, that we're not over flooding our customers, which we've, we've done a fairly good job of doing that. Um, and then, you know, kind of bending what we do now to be able to help the, the, the country get, you know, get things, uh, get access to, you know, either testing or vaccines and just doing the right things to be able to make that possible. So by taking on those projects, obviously we need more people um, and we need, you know, kind of less barriers to, you know, some of the entities we've, we've been calling on because um, we're still, um, you know, just under 30, uh, you know, people, we're not a, we're not, a, you know, a, a huge company by any means, but we've, we've raised capital, we've got plenty of customers, we've been able to prove our model works really well. Um, we just, you know, with, with the lightning speed that's happening right now in healthcare, specifically in immediate care and, and through COVID, um, there's just no, no time for red tape, right? But there's also no time for bad actors either. And we're, we understand that. I mean, we're not, we don't take anything personal. We know there's a lot of bad actors out there too. Yeah, absolutely. It's that, it's that balance, which I think a lot of industries, uh, a lot of industries try to figure out, you know, how do you reduce friction without, you know, but only reduce it for the good, the good guys, the good people. <laughs> and, you know, lead yeah, and it's hard. Like I can say, yeah. Hey, I'm a, I'm a good person. Right. I mean, we're good. We have a good, you know, our mission is very critical. Our mission is very clear and cut and we've been around doing this for a while. But I talked to X, Y, and Z at the state health department. We've never chatted before. There's no reference in, you know, how do I get one day? Because I literally, we need you to, to sign a contract in a week. And I know that's not how government works. I know that's not how health systems actually work or even private urgent cares, right? That's not usually the process, but we don't have time, right? There's no time in between then and now, so. 
And if someone's, you know, hearing, hearing what you're talking about, they're interested in what you're doing and they want to work with you, learn more, how can they find you online? What's your website? Do you have social handles? Do you have an email? How can someone get in touch? Yeah. I mean, we own all of our social handles to be, you know, fairly the same as it's quicker care or at quicker care it's on Twitter. Um, uh, our website's quickercare.com. Um, you can email me directly. I'm Alex at quicker care. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of, we're very scrappy at this point. So we, like I said, we are, we're at the point where we, we know we, we can be a, um, a big solution provider, especially in the near 24 months for a lot of different things that we're relating to and in around um, COVID related. So, um, and we've got plenty of customers that are already, you know, using our software for that. So um, yeah, definitely reach out and we'll, if it's not me, you'll chat with, we'll chat with somebody because we're all, we're all making decisions. We have to trust our team. And we're, we're doing, we're doing the right, or making the right decisions. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and best of luck building this out. Thanks for coming on. All right, man. Thank you so much.